Welcome, every being, to another episode of Greed. Nope. Can I, can I try that again? <clears throat> let me just try that. Try that one more time. <clears throat> okay. Welcome, every being, to another episode of Greed. No, 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 that's not, that's not right either. I sound, I sound silly. I sound stupid. Do I, do I sound silly? Do I? I, 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 I do. I sound, I, I need to get this right. I need to get this right. I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. I know I can do this. I know I can do this. I, Jeez, where did we get school. This is this is a big break for me. I'm fresh out of announcing school, okay? Gee, where Gary, where did we get this guy? Uh, uh hold on. I, I I had it, I had it, I had it right before on the on the way to the station. I I I'll I'll get it before we go on the air. I I can do this. We're, we're sir, we're we're on the air now, okay? The podcast has begun. What? What? Can't you, no, you hear the theme no, music? no, no, no. You're, you're just hazing. You're just hazing the new guy, right? I get it. Nope. Real, real funny. Real funny, guys. Not, not, not kidding. You're, you're not kidding. The, the, nope, this, <clears throat> this is the show. This, this, this is your theme music. Really? Okay, okay, okay. Fine. Well. <sighs> okay, okay. Here goes. I can do this. Well, welcome every being to another episode and the first episode of season two of Greetings Earthlings. Yes, I nailed it. I think. Did I get it? No. Well, okay. It's a work in progress. I thought it. Thought I'd have more time to practice here in the studio. Can I, can I just try it one more? T- just one more time. One more time. I can do this. Uh, no. We rejoin our alien semi-heroes right where we left them at the end of season one on little-known planet Earth in a remote corner of the universe on the floor of the small human child Runyon's room having just vanquished their nemesis, Gorgonzola, who is now little more than a puddle of melted cheese. If you will recall, podcast sponsors turned main characters, C.C. McGraw and Hank Holbrook, were shrunk down via a black hole and are currently aboard the Star Runner spacecraft with Yuri and Shipward, while Guri was trapped under a carpet tack just outside the Oldsmobile 88 Matchbox car that he had briefly commandeered for a Trojan horse scheme that proved unnecessary as the battle with Gorgonzola unfolded. Yuri and Chipward have promised to work on removing Hank's third arm growing out of his lower abdomen, where which was a by, which was a byproduct of traveling through a black hole programmed to transport him to a specific time and place. Of course, now they will need to transport Cece along with Hank back to a specific time and place, and hopefully without any adverse effects or unwanted extra limbs. Cece, who recently destroyed one of the vacuum toilets by reversing the vacuum shred mechanism, and who has now thoroughly contaminated one of the space showers with the remnants of a large meal from Stakem Shakem. Um, ex- excuse me. Who is this? Who, who are you? What? Who, me? Well, I'm the narrator, employed by the writers to provide a quick recap of the start of the new season for any new listeners and for any old forgetful listeners. We, we, we've been through this once before. We, we, don't, we don't need you. And I will proton blast you into the last season if you don't shut up this instant. Well, I, I, I'm just doing my job, sir. Reading the lines uh, written for me to say here. Well, well, so am I. Oh, so you're not really mad? Well, well, uh, I don't know yet. It's it's hard to tell from my lines here now how I'm actually supposed to sound or feel. But there there are no clues here or any type of 
yes. writers are sort of uh, leading you down a, a blind path, it seems like. Yes, 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 they are. Hmm. Oh, oh, there you are, Shepard. Thank goodness. I've been under attack for the entire off-season, between seasons one and two here, and it's it's been brutal. I had giant ants crawling by me, and one of them peed on one of my tentacles. I must hit the space shower after you get me free. Well, uh, steer clear of uh, shower number three near the canteen. CC had some sort of waste spewing accident that has forced a code brown and a level three decontamination protocol. Uh, oh, a code brown level three. That, that's pretty bad. That's like the time I swallowed a catamaran hole and washed it down with three rotten dinghies. Right. Uh, the last time you, you fell off the cargo ship. Well, we've all had our moments uh, here. I'm going to lift you, uh, up, uh, I'm gonna uh, try to lift up on this tack now. Uh, try to try to wiggle free on uh, Umflot. Oomf, ready? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Glark, Flu, Umflot. Oh, yes, yes, that did it. Oh, what a relief. Oh boy, I uh, can't feel these six tentacles. Look, they're fast asleep, it seems. And with a Herculean effort from the mighty shipward, Gori is freed from the carp attack under which he has been lodged for, well, quite some time now, if you add up the time in between the seasons. I told you to go away. Why Why are you still here? Uh, no, I, I know. I, you, you did make that clear before, uh, but, but then I didn't leave because I kind of got caught up in the action here, and then it was kind of awkward, so... I was still here, so I, I was going to try to be helpful, but I, I'm going now. I, I, I'm gone. Sorry. Gory, what, what's going on down there? Did, did Shipwood get you free yet? I, I need him up here. Yes, Captain, but my, my formerly trapped tentacles are in what seems like a deep sleep right now. I'm having trouble hovering. Just, just hover it off, Gory. I, I, I was thinking may, maybe you should bring that Oldsmobile 88 vehicle there. What, what, what's it called? A, a Qatar or something? A char, a, I believe. A, a, a charfish. A car. It's just called a car. Oh, that's a silly name. But fine, bring, bring that car that Hank seems to like so much back aboard the ship here. As perhaps we can send it back full size with a full-sized Hank as a goodwill gesture, which might prevent him from suing us for for black hole malpractice, if we can quite take care of his extra appendage. Is, isn't Hank right there with you, Yuri? No, no, he kindly offered to go try to clean the space shower with, with that, 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 with his friend CC nearly destroyed. That, that CC is a bit of a walking disaster. Yeah, it's, I, as I believe they say here on Lurf, right? Walking, walking disaster, is that right? Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Shipward and I can uh, bring the car. Uh, we'll bring it back up. What? What is this? Oh, ew, ew! It, it's coming from the puddle of Gorgonzola's remains. Is that his intergalactic communicator? Oh, the ringtone it's got. But yes, it looks like it. It's his hollow phone. Uh, should I answer it? No, don't. Answer it, you fool! It could be his Gorgon superiors, or or his friends, or his family. Just, just, just let it go to Hollow Mouth. Okay, I, I won't answer. Greetings. <laughs> I bet you thought I you had reached me, but I I must be out conquering distant worlds, or perhaps indulging in a Zephrician mold cure. Please leave your message at the Kerflagelderp. And I'll be back to you just as soon as gorgonly possible. Oh my, it's his hollow mail message, and it's on speaker. This is great. We can hear who's calling him. Beep. Father, it's Edam. Are you there? Pick up if you're there. No. Oh, fine. I, I, I know you never have time for even your oldest son and heir to a throne. I know you'll never relinquish. Well, 
don't worry. I don't even want your silly empire. Dad, I've discovered something much more fulfilling here in the hanging tropics of Babylonia 12. That's right, Father. I'm into horticulture now. You, you know what they say. You can lead a horticulture, but you can't make her drink. I'm sorry. I, I saw that written on a bathroom wall. I, d I, I don't know why I repeated that just now. Anyway, I'm an intergalactic gardener now. I'm, I'm retreating to my own little green planet somewhere. You may never find me in somewhere safe from your plundering reach. I'll call it Edam's Garden. Well, that, that doesn't have much of a ring to it, but something like that. Maybe the, the Garden of Edam. Ooh, that sounds a little pretentious. I'm still working on the name. Anyway, the point is, I'm running away again. But call me if you can. I both love you and hate you. Bye. <laughs> oh, wow. Was, that was his son? Some issues there, I'd say. Yes, yes. What a little portrait we got in that hollow message there. Probably not someone we need to fear in the near future. Although one never can tell. Oh, my. I think he's getting another call. Should I answer it? Are you going to ask that each time it rings, Gory? Obviously, we gained an advantage by not answering and listening to what our enemies have to say to our recently vanquished nemesis. Ah, or we could answer and create a very misleading storyline for his family and friends, sending them on a wild moose chase, uh, I believe the expression is, throughout the universe, and, and thus leaving us to our own devices here on Lurf. Do you have such a storyline ready to go, Guri? Have we had time to rehearse it? Do we do we know they won't be able to see right through it? Especially given your your acting abilities. That's sarcasm, by the way. No, no, and and no, I guess. Greetings. <laughs> I bet you thought you had reached me, but I must be out conquering distant worlds or perhaps indulging in a Zithrisian mold cure. Please leave your message at the Carflagel Derp, and I'll get back to you just as soon as gorgonly possible. Mm, yes, Father, it's Lord Rockbit here. Terribly sorry to bother you, but I seem to have misplaced the password to the Gorgon Doomsday Clock. You know, the one we use to scare lesser beings into subserviency when really it's nothing more than a simple egg timer from a gift shop on Fanshui. Oh, how perfectly evil of you, Father, to have dreamed that one up. Anyway, if you could hollow text me the code, I'd be much obliged. Uh, my best to the new queen, even though she's closer to my age than yours and you can't quite be up to the task. Am I right, you old sport? Uh, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I, that, that was in poor taste, Father. And, uh, oh, I do apologize. Uh, please don't cut off my royal allowance. Uh, please, I'm, I'm humbly yours. Uh, your ever-dutiful son. Uh, but send the password, please, to the Gorgon Doomsday Clock. Thank, thank you. Toot. These, these Gorgon princes seem to be a pile of pushovers, if you ask me. It seems we may have hit the jackpot with our timely elimination of Gorgon Zola, don't you think? Uh, well, uh, let's not counter chickle, chickle zaps before they're spawned, Captain. There is still one prince that we haven't heard from yet. How do you know how many... <laughs> uh, Captain, I really want to answer this one. Gory, don't you... Dare, we are gathering very useful intelligence by simply listening to these messages. Oh, but yes, I bet I could extract more information out of them with some pointed questions. I bet you a Zadrillion Starbucks you could not. Please, Captain, please. Uh, Gurry, you should really listen to the captain on this one. Oh, thank, thank you, Shipwood. Thanks. Greetings! <laughs> I bet you thought you had reached me, but I, I must be out conquering distant worlds, or perhaps indulging in a hyperzithrian mold cure. Please leave your message at the Purple Kerflagel Derple, and I'll get back to you just as soon as gorgonly possible. 
Is, is it me, or does Gorgonzola's message sound just a little different each time? Maybe he has a variable outgoing messages. I don't know. It's a feature on some of the, the newer holophone models. Or, or maybe the voice actor is drunk. Huh. Well, that's always a possibility on this show. <clears throat> Zola, it's Cabin Bear. Why aren't you answering? This isn't like you. I'm beginning to fear something ill or untoward has befallen you. Please pick up or I'll have to leave my own operation to come investigate. <clears throat> Why, hello, Camembert, uh, Cammy. Sorry, my holophone was momentarily out of reach. Oh, no, what is he doing? Idiot. What's wrong with you, Dad? Your voice sounds... No, it doesn't sound like you at all. Who is this? Why, of course it's me, Camikins. I, uh, uh, <laughs> swallowed some pesky meporpian soup during a battle just now. <laughs> But don't worry, uh, I vanquished the little alien scum, and there's nothing to see here. There's no reason for you to come by and see for yourself. I know you are not the mighty Gorgonzola, and nobody, I mean, nobody calls me Camikins and lives to tell the tale. Who is this? You have three car packs to identify yourself before I turn that hollow phone into a bomb and blow your three heads off. Ah, get it away from me! What is this? Did you drop me, you fool? What have I landed in? Why, it looks like I'm surrounded by melted, moldy cheese of... Oh, no! <laughs> Gorgonzola! My father! <laughs> oh, did me! Oh, how you will pay for this, you silly, useless little meporpiant! I will make it. I will make it my life's work. Scratch that. It shouldn't take that much time at all. But I will make it my mission for the next few Carflugans at least to exterminate every last Meporpian from the face and the underside and every armpit of the universe, starting with you. What did you say your name was? I, I didn't. I won't. Scanning voice print now. Ah! Guri Gartakamus, distant second in command of the Meporpian Royal Navy Scouting Party 12, Squadron 2, led by Captain Yuri. You wanna dance off? Let me take my pants off. That is not my last name. Yes, it oh, is. Well, that's what it says in my file here, Yuri. Or is this just a script I'm looking at? Well, either way, I now know who you are. Now, let me just triangulate where you are. Gory, hang up the holophone now, idiot! But, 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 but it's in a pile of gorgonzola. It's very smelly. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Our lives depend on it. Do it, do it now. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Hey, keep your pants on, you... Giri, uh, I, uh, just try, I'll try to reach in here. It's Don't you dare hang up on I'll Lord Camembert. It will be the last mistake you make. There we go. There we go. And I, I doubt it will be the last mistake we make, Captain, as we make quite a few. And none bigger than your answering that phone in the first place and pretending to be Gorgonzola. What, what were you thinking? He, he was putting things together, Captain. He was about to come here anyway to see what had happened to his father. So you just launch into a bad voice impression and make some wild guesses on nicknames Gorgonzola <laughs> might have had for his son, Captain. Kamikins? Kamikins? That, that was pretty bad. Possibly the worst display of thinking on one's feet that I've ever seen. But, but uh, well, I don't even have feet, Shipwood, so your insult doesn't even make sense. It's not meant to be taken literally, so it does make perfect sense. Yeah, yes, Gory, this will have to go into your performance review, this Kaflugan, and I'm afraid a demotion could be warranted, uh, or at least a considerable spell in the timeout chamber. Oh, not again. Hooey, I do feel better. Well, well Captain uh, Yuri, we seem to have gotten Space Shower 3 uh, back into some semblance of order. We, we scrubbed and we scrubbed and we scrubbed. We rubbed and we dubbed. And we used 
Lots of suds. A lot of suds. Hey, hey, we're rhyming, Hank. We should take this show on the road. Yes, well, perhaps we should be getting you two on that road of yours, sending you both on your way, just uh, just as quickly as possible before anything else should go awry. I do find that my bouts of diarrhea often come in twos, or sometimes threes, if we're unlucky. And it was uh, probably that milkshake I slurped down after all that meat uh, from the steak and shake and, and And then with the jogging we did to get over here after dinner. Oh, boy. Uh, Shipwood... Uh, Chipwood, uh, report, report to bridge. I'm right here, Captain. Uh, oh, thank goodness. We, we have a, uh, we have a bit of an emergency here, but wait, weren't you just out on the floor with Guri? How, how, how'd you get back here so fast? I was able to drive the Oldsmobile. It's in the cargo hold. That car really, that char really moves. It's a, it's a nice ride too. A little bumpy coming off the carpet. Oh, uh, did you say uh, you brought an Oldsmobile aboard this ship here? We did, and, and Hank, uh, we were thinking uh, we should send it back with you as a thank you for... Uh, oh, yeah, to, to thank you for your, your patience with our admittedly novice black hole programming skills. You see, Shipwood here isn't actually a computer. He He was just living inside a computer room as more of a stowaway for a few Carflugans. But he, he picked up a lot while he was there, thanks to his pornographic memory. Yeah, yes. The, the ship's computer programs and memory files were accompanied by racy photos of intergalactic celebrities. Samantha Faceox, Heather Lightyear, Kim Kardashian, you, you know. the Oh, gosh, Kim, that heiress to an empire built on the vast nothingness of outer, outer space. Uh, her family didn't do much to earn their wealth. Could anyone really do enough to earn 12 zabillion Starbucks? I mean, I mean, is the value of the workday of a royal Kardashian worth that much more than the value of my workday? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is, Gory. Oh. Yes. Well, still, I, I, I hear the Kardashians bullied their way into a contract to build the wall at the supposed end of the universe. And then they dragged out the work, and they sold the naming rights for each brick, and they made money on top of the money they were paid for building it. Uh, their brashness knows no bounds, as we often commented on Toshiba. See, Captain, I, I'm not alone here. L those comments were often made in an admiring way. Oh, for the love of comets! Where is a being's integrity and humility and dedication to something beyond oneself these days? I, uh, know what you mean there, Gorilla. Being a businessman, Cece and I often have to wrestle with the, the dual and sometimes opposing forces of profit and self-promotion versus, uh, you know, the greater good, or at least, you know, a sense of what's right. What's that, Hank? Dual opposing forces? Oh, oh, boy, I've got at least two opposing forces in my lower intestines right now. Oh, boy, now just, just hang hang <laughs> in there, Cece. I'm sure you can hold on until we zap you back to where you came from. Shipwood! Shipwood, how goes the black hole programming? Shipwood? Uh, well, Cece's little discomfort did give me an idea, Captain. Instead of localizing the possible distortions of directed black hole travel within one of their internal organs, I might be able to localize it within an, uh, the angry ex excrement itself, which, once expelled, will leave the host body perfectly normal and intact. What a capital idea, Shipwood! And that was capital, written in all capital letters, and it in a joke the writers put in apparently just for us because there's no way to really get the joke unless you're reading the script of course oh how thoughtful of them what a bunch of hacks yes yes and with that we must step aside for a word from one of our new sponsors here in season two. Oh, i'm not sure we should stop at this particular point in time for a commercial yuri that is unless you want the entire bridge covered in what we just cleaned up from Space Shower 3. Oh, oh, come, come now, Cece. Where's that Kakandu spirit and that rugged individualism we heard so much about in your Lurfian movies that we watched on, your, on our way here? 
Well, my can-do spirit is about to turn into a can-do spigot. And that's do with two O's. <laughs> and, and another joke that works well only on the page. Uh, the, the commercial will give me just the time I need to finish the programming, CC, and then you'll be on your way. Oh, fine. Don't, don't worry about me. I'm seeing colors and tasting the air right now, but everything is misty like cotton candy. Well, he's got a flair for the dramatic, Captain. Just, just, just roll a commercial. It's all right. Hello, I'm Ori. And I'm Nort. And we're here to welcome you to Ort, Ort Nerds Nort. Sip and Sip Snort. And snort. <laughs> well, uh, located on the third moon from the planet Vicestra in the Debauchery Nebula, stop in to see Ort. That's me, or Nert, my brother, for a sip or a snort of any banned or non-banned substance your heart desires, eh? Most beings stop in for the banned substances. Ort and Nort, this is a cease and desist order. Stop the commercial. Stop all this. We'll see you in court, Ort and Nort. In court? Ort? Uh, I'm sorry, Nort. Abort, abort. Come on, then. You're coming with me. Turn this off. Stop the recording. <laughs> well, that didn't sound like a very good sponsor for the show anyway, Yuri. Uh, Orton Nort sipping snorts. Yes, yes, probably the wrong sort. I, I don't think they even paid for that commercial spot yet. A oh, layaway. Oh, Captain, we should always collect the Starbucks first before airing a spot. I thought I could trust them, but oh well. Let's let's play one from another new sponsor. Here we go. Roll it. Ah, you are very welcome, Americanski, to visit Zoltan and Issa's bottomless ball pit, located in the Little Russia district of Cleveland. Yeah, Tremont. It is called by the Americans. <laughs> But I like to call it Little Minsk. Little Russia, Little Minsk, whatever you want to call it. I, t I tell you, uh, the new girl we have working the cash register is a Little Minsk, if you ask me. I think you mean she's a Little Minx. What's a Minx? What is this? No, I mean she's a Little Minsk, like a little city. She's full-bodied, but a lot of fun, I imagine. You would like to take her in the bullpit, Zoltan? Yes, I would like that very much. Uh, after closing time, perhaps, with the music of Al Green on the boombox stereo. Uh, but we are getting off track. We want to tell you, American City with small children, about the bottomless ball pit where you could drop off your children and perhaps not need to pick them up again, or at least not for some time, while you take the vacancia that you deserve. Yes, yes. Uh, we have a very large ball pit, the size of, uh, a, you say, two Olympic swimming pools. We have uh, the lifeguards on duty who smoke cigarettes while listening to uh, terrible folk music through their, their iPod headphones, playing, paying very little attention to the children. But there's no danger. The children, no. the children sometimes do sink to the bottom, but there's plenty of air uh, and often plenty of candy from the free dispensaries uh, what, <laughs> located all around the facility. Yes, yes, yes. For the small fee of 50 euros, you can drop off uh, the two, three children plus an additional 10 euros for every ch additional child in a wondrous sea of plastic and styrofoam bowls which are not bpa free yet but then again we we cannot leave forever now can we no we have the balls to the walls is what we like to say especially at the midnight hour when we turn off the lights and play metallica through the synchronized boombox stereo system with the volume to the max. Yes, I love the Metallica. We have the uh, uh, cheap disco balls, cheap, 
tape lights from your Spencer's, the store in the mall, but we have many of them for maximum disco effect. Yes, sometimes the the parents come in demanding to know where their child is, to which we say, what is the big deal? What is the rush? Go do your mommy and daddy business. Go be man and woman again, uh, doing what man and woman do. Yes, what is it what mom and do? <laughs> oh, oh, man and, oh, yes, or oh, oh, man and man, or, or woman and woman, whatever you do, we do not care. What? 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 Uh, Zoltan, this <laughs> is America in the 21st century, meow. We, we uh, have to include all types of relationships and people as our, our potential customers. I don't, I don't understand. If uh, man and man go off to talk about beer and sports, how, how does that help our business? <laughs> I'm talking about what man and woman do, which make more future, future customers for the bottomless ball pit. Oh, Zota, you, uh, you are living in the uh, distant past. I'm talking about making babies, which we, we, we can then lose for them in the ball pit. Yes, yes, uh, I, I understand, Zoltan, but you have to uh, update your understanding of a modern family. I do. Have you seen in this show on the television, uh, how you say, a modern family? You, you should watch it. I, it's very good. I watch only old Russian programs on my VCR. I brought my tapes when I moved here from Novosibirsk. Yet, yet. As, as we say in the old country, you can take the borscht out of Russia, but you cannot take the Russia out of the borscht. Well, anyway. <laughs> Issa, calm yourself. My throat. Me Sorry. too. <coughs> I'm coughing. Anyway, bring your traditional or your modern family, I guess, to Zoltan and Issa's bottomless ball pit in Cleveland's Little Minsk neighborhood. Every Tuesday, we have a senior early bird special when you can drop off your seniors for half price before 3 p.m. Oh, yes. This is more popular than you would think. Apparently, uh, the Americanskis do not like living with their elderly parents, living one floor above or below them. I, I do not understand this. Who makes the yogurt? Who churns the butter? Oh, Easter, they get these things made already from the supermarkets. Uh, it's, not so, it's not so easy to keep goats and sheep in Cleveland. We found this out. Oh, I see. Well, well I know this. That is how it is now. I just wonder why it became this way. It is not way to live, buying everything you need from a store. But this is a long commercial. Yes. This is capitalism, capitalism, Isa. We know it has prevailed for now, but we are playing along with it, with our own ball pit business here, just biding our time, waiting uh, for the next communist revolution to rise up from the people. Uh, uh, Zoltan, are we uh, still recording the commercials, Zoltan? This is probably not what we want to talk about here. I know, it's... You're right, you're right. No, no you're right. Sorry, everybody. I, I promise that there will be no manifestos to sign at the pulpit. No. Just the standard waiver of your rights to complain or sue us over any child that goes missing in our 2.3 cubic kilometers of plastic balls. So drop off your kids. All your worries at the Zoltan and Issa's bottomless pulpit. we see you soon. Until then, this is Zoltan and Issa saying, Ciao! How would the communist ball pit work anyway? I do not understand how this would work. One ball for every person. Oh, and all the balls are the same price. Everyone or has there's no the same money. amount of balls, I guess. Oh, I, I see. I you have no balls. <laughs> Issa, murder you with a knife. But, well, that was a better sponsor. I, I, his accent was going in and out, it seemed. But uh, sounded a bit more <laughs> German, actually. I didn't it was know. German, then it was like Russian, then it was I don't know what. Almost sounded Brit- almost British at times, and it was yes, very, it was very confusing. Well, 
beggars can't be chewers, as the saying goes. But we've got our own emergency to tend to here with CeCe's internal combustion situation, his diarrhea and poop coming out of his orifices, so <laughs> oh, to speak. sweet Moses. The expression goes. Jumping Jack Flash and Jehoshaphat. I'm not going to make it too much longer, boys. Clear a runway. We've got to schedule an emergency landing. Almost there. Stay on target, Shipwood. Get those last lines of code written. Almost there. Oh, oh God. Oh, now, Cece, you'll stay strong. They're, they're just about ready to send us back. This is like the time I got stuck on top of the Ferris wheel after the hot dog eating contest. Oh, they had to close down the whole fair afterwards. Well, I remember that, Cece. You see, I was there with the young Hilda at the time. Uh, Might have been our second or third date, even. Well, well, I guess uh, I have you to thank for sending us home early when we had to find some some other things to do to occupy our time. You know what I mean? That that Hilda can be a real tiger. I know. Wait, wait, what? Throw the switch, Captain. What do you mean by that? Throw the switch. I can't take it any longer. And done. We should be all set for transport, Captain. Okay, I I suppose they should go activate the black hole in the cargo bay near the Oldsmobile so they can take that back with them. Yeah, yeah, it's been great seeing you both again, Hank and Cece. Uh, And uh, hey, Captain, shouldn't we send them back with some hollow communicators so we can keep in touch with them? Perhaps we can help each other out in the future as our mission here on Earth becomes more clear. Ah, good thinking, Gory. Let's see what we've got here. Here's a here's a pair of cups connected with some string, but that's only good for room-to-room communication here on the ship. Cap- Captain, that's our outdated technology drawer. Look in the one above it. Oh, of course, of course. Right, here we are with some standard hollow communicators preset with our numbers on speed dial. Perfect. Oh, but won't this be extremely tiny once they are returned to their normal size? Uh, it will take some more programming to try to control how those communicators enlarge during black hole transport. Oh, I think my entire insides are poo. Oh, we don't have any more time. Off to Cargo Bay, the two of you. Take these communicators, Hank. And this is the black hole that Shipwood programmed. Okay, then. So, so long for now, my my alien friends and... We'll try connecting with these uh, with these here doohickeys on the other side, kind of like walkie-talkies. They're about to become poo-hickeys. Please, you see that 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 joke was beneath even you. Now, now just stay close as I activate the black hole here. What? Well, then they're gone. How how do we know if it worked? Uh, normally I would expect some sort of quick cut or scene change here in the script to take us where they ended up. Uh, right, right. Well, that doesn't seem to be happening. Um, could we activate the voyeur mode on the communicators to listen in and see see where they are? What? I, I, I didn't know our communicators had a voyeur mode. Uh, uh, isn't that some sort of violation of our right to privacy? Guri, this is the 21st thousandth century. Who has a right to privacy anymore? Shipwood, let's see what our hummus bean companions, let's see where they ended up. My eye, Captain. I'm bringing them up on the hollow projection now. Oh, well, there you are, C.C., waltzing in here at some ungodly hour. Where you been? I nearly worried myself sick after a whole box of wine and some chocolate chunk ice cream. Either I was worried sick, or I got sick all over the side of the Winnebago. Probably a bit of both I had to get. Yep, I see it. I see it. I'll clean that up tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, now, surely just lock them, lock up them lips and get out of my way. I need to use our toilet in a way which might permanently ruin this entire patch of land for a generation to come. Now, wait, wait, now, wait a minute. What do you know? It, it's gone. What's gone, CC? What, 
whatever was so oh so painfully brewing inside of me it's it's completely gone i wait a minute let me check my midsection any extra arms here are you telling me you just came back from a visit with those alien friends of Hanks? Oh, phew. Oh, no extra arms. What's what's that? Oh, yes, yes. We did see, uh, we saw Hank's friends, and I was taken aboard their ship, and I had a bit of a disaster in one of their commodes. Oh, see, see, you didn't. Which led to a thorough contamination of one of their showers. I always said we can't take you anywhere, CC. But but speaking of Hank, where where is he? Uh, how are there, friends? Need a lift? Hank, you made it. And 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 what happened to? Oh, hello there, stranger. That's a mighty nice ride. I was always a sucker for man in an Oldsmobile. Matter of fact, I think my first time was in the back seat of an Oldsmobile 88, just like this one. Oh, well, well then. Now just quiet uh, down, Shirley. Can't you see we have alien business to discuss? Oh, well, excuse me, CC. I'm not the one who came bursting through the door at 3 a.m. shouting, Make way for penguins, <laughs> which is what you usually say on your way to the bathroom. I do not usually say that. It, uh, well, I said it once or twice, perhaps. Uh, sometimes it's penguin-shaped when it comes out. <laughs> I was impressed once when that happened, and it stuck with me. But but nevertheless, I, I was trying to talk to Hank here. Hey, Hank, what happened to your third arm? Why, it's, it's gone. Oh, hallelujah, I'm a freak no more. Well, well, I wouldn't jump to conclusions just yet, Hank, but have you done a full-body inspection yet? Perhaps we should disrobe. Oh, to you, huh? Well, like I told a box of wine at the start of the night, I knew we were in for something special. Oh, please leave us, Shirley. Uh, uh, what say? What was that? Oh, uh, I I don't know, Cece. I, I don't think I heard anything over the white snake on the radio here. Well, turn that off and listen. Oh, I hear that now, too. I can feel it. The ground is shaking a bit, isn't it? Oh, is that where it all went? Sweet peas and corn get inside, Shirley. And close up the windows. Close it up tight. Well, well, what do you think it is, Cece? Some kind of storm? Uh, I'm not sure I want to even say out loud what I think it might be. Well, if you, if you don't say it out loud, I won't have any idea what we're facing here, so I'll just... Well, I, I think it's a mudslide, but not of... not of mud. Well, if it's a mudslide not made of mud, what is it made of? Gotta be let, some kind of slide. Let, let me in, Hankins. Let's get out of here. Oh, what about Shirley? She's safe and sound in there. That that Winnebago has survived at least three natural disasters that I can remember off the top of my head. But we don't have time for me to list them now. Let's go. Oh, would you look at that? That is ah, what a sight. Oh, turn the car around, Hank. Maybe we can ride the wave. It's massive. It's it's a wall what? of diarrhea, Hank. I know my own filth when I see it. Now punch it. Oh, now this is not what I signed up for. Roll up your window, CC. I, I will. I just want to be sure. Oh, oh yes, that's the same smell. Here it comes. Hold on. <laughs> Ah! How's it getting in the car? D did you roll your windows up? It's coming through the vents. Hit the research button over there on the dash. Oh, my goodness, Shipwood. We have to help them. Come in, CC And Hank, can you hear us? Ah! What? What? Who's that? 
Why, it's your Repopian friend, uh, Captain Yuri. Now, now is really not a good time, Cap. We seem to be caught in a giant diarrhea slide. Diarrhea slide? What? What is? What is that, Chipwood? Uh, well, uh, Captain, this is. Uh, that, uh, that's where I programmed all the possible distortions from directed black hole travel to be focused. So I'm guessing it blew up to epic proportions, even on a human scale. Although it was so kind as to leave CC's body first before it expanded. Uh, otherwise, uh, otherwise we'd have hummus bean soup on our hands. Did the black hole do this? Did I hear you say? Holy manure, we are swimming in it right now. Can toss off a piece of driftwood out of sea. I think I'm gonna be sick. I'm definitely gonna be sick. Oh, not in your new car, Hank. You might want to roll down your window and toss your cookies that away. Oh, yeah, good thinking. I'll just roll down it. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> I can taste it. <laughs> I'm going to cut the feet, Captain. I can't God watch this. Me. I can't watch this. Kill me now. <laughs> well, we're leaving a lot by trial and error here. More, <clears throat> more, more error than trial about programmed black hole travel. I feel like we are pioneers in this field. And all thanks to our Hummus bean friend Hank and his black holes in a box. Yeah, I feel terrible about that. That monster mudslide of hummus bean excrement was our our creation, but but we really have Shipward to thank, who's uh, he's doing the actual programming. Yes, yes, under our expert direction and guidance, of course. But anyway, with our friends safely returned to their rightful sizes and home locations, I think we've. Earned a little vacation to the luxurious casino hotels of Fan Shui. What do you say? Uh, huh? uh, we, we look to have enough fuel to leave Earth and get uh, most of the way there. Yes, and our reinstatement should mean we can fill up at the nearest Mepopian supply station. But you want to leave there? Uh, what will Runyon think when his Galooby disappears? Well, I suppose we could also recharge our time-traveling crystals and be back here in literally... No time at all. Runyon will never know we were gone. Well, I'm convinced. It's been a few car flugons at least since I lost half my salary at the casino tables while, while being plied with dr free drugged beverages. Sign me up. Preparing ship for blast off now, Captain. And so our fearful explorers set off on a brief and debaucherous excursion from Lef. During which their new spaceship was lost and won back in shady gambling transactions numerous times. Will they make it back to Earth in one piece and with any shred of their dignity intact? Find out next time on Greek. No, 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 wait a minute. That is not right. It's not right. Okay, I'll do it again. On Greek. No. Where no. <laughs> did we get this guy? Right. Hold on. Oh. I, I've got this. I've got this. I've got this. Do this. You. No, you can't do this. Good. You <laughs> believe in yourself. Nobody can hear you. Can we fire him? You can get this. Here we go. On greetings, Earthlings! Is this my cue? <laughs> Am I too early again? Fiends, oh, you're back for season two. I, I thought they might have cut you uh, due to copyright infringements with another well-known show. Another show? No! Public television lawyers are pushovers. It turns out, Dean, free to appear whatever and whenever he wants. Although, just not at the start or in middle of show. Well, your timing was perfect this time, themed, and uh, we're just wrapping up. In, in fact, we need to uh, cue our exit music here. Enter cue into the notes. Uh, exit music. Oh, this is a catchy one. <laughs> Wait, that's not the theme. Theme like it a lot. <laughs> oh. That's what yes, happened. very good, very complex melody. Oh, no, maybe we should cue the real theme music.
Dean plays cowbell. You know? Oh, no, we don't need cowbell, I don't think, on this one. No? Dean loves cowbell. Let Dean know if you need cowbell season session, man. <laughs> what, what's your fee, Dean? Uh, just Cookies. one. <laughs> yeah, you pay me in diarrhea. Oh. You know where <laughs> I get diarrhea? Diarrhea cookie? So good. Chocolatey and sweet. Well, not so much sweet. Think, More like poop. I think that's a reference to the, the black and white cookie when they didn't get along. <laughs> the thing very funny. Tummy. Uh, well, just imagine the theme music here. Put it yeah, in we, post. We get it in post-production. <laughs> get it in post. Oh, in post, how are you? Hello. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a post. I'm in post. Okay. Let's just read the notes out loud. Sells <laughs> no. wormholes, worms with holes in them. Oh, that's funny. Why are we, we got to use that one? It, I thought worms we're saving multiple, it. multiply by getting cut in half. Yes, they do, but a hole is completely different. It's like having kids that never leave, except the kids are you. You have to live with yourself, and you're still attached. This doesn't make any sense. Oh, that sort of makes sense. Galactus intolerant. Oh, that's awesome.